And now, weighing in out of the blue corner, Josh the Pong Thompson. 100%. And on the other mic, he weighs in from the red corner, Big John McCarthy. Well, hello to everyone. I am finally settled back in at being home from being away for a while. So it's good to be able to like just, you know what? Get on the podcast. That's what we do around here. That's all we do, it seems like. <laughs> Well, now that you're up, now man? that you're back home, we know that Miss McCarthy is slaving you away out in the heat. Dude, tell me I'm tell lying, John. Tell work. me I'm lying. No, work, 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 work. Let's see. I've already, I, all right. I'm just for the day. What have I finished up? I built the the gardening boxes that they wanted. I have mowed the one field. I have put together the wood chipper, and I've helped put together the three point on the small tractor so we can bail hay. I'm done. You're done for the day or? No, I'm just done for Jeez, until I get done with the podcast and I'm Damn, back at it. It's brutalist. It's all good. I know I know. there's somebody hanging around Home Depot out front just waiting for a job. Just go over there and talk to them. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> oh, I cleaned out the cow thing too. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Cows make the biggest poops. Very large. Can I ask, can I ask like, what does Miss McCarthy do? She said she's not taking. She said she's taking care not of the, a damn thing. Every time I, I got to take care of the pigs, I got to take care of the cows. Oh, you got to do so this. Full I'm of like, crap. What are you doing? Look at, hold on. I got cows because she says I'll take care of them. I'll take care of them, <laughs> right? And you would think after 39 years of marriage, I would be smart enough to realize that's a lie. <laughs> You're not going to be taking care of them. I'm going to be taking care of them. Three days, Josh. Yeah. Three days. It was over. Yeah. Now, I admit, maybe she might have helped while I was gone and in Hawaii. Three days. Yep, I'm the one taking care of cows. <laughs> no way. How much weight did they lose while you were gone? Oh, dude, those things definitely are not losing weight, man. They're gaining weight like a big one. They got pastures of hay and alfalfa. They are happy cows. It is easy to feed them. It's hard to clean up after them. It's like Oh, dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, they, they make mm -hmm. a... A shit pot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, John, we've got we've got some stuff to talk about. I mean, not a whole lot this weekend. I mean, obviously the bare knuckle is kind of is gonna be the the main fight of the bare weekend. Knuckle's a good one. It's a very good one. You know, it's got some yeah. talented talented fighters on there. Uh, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna break down a little bit of that UFC fight night. What is this like? Seventy eight. Vegas seventy two. Vegas seventy two. Okay, go ahead. What was it? Yeah, okay, you're right. Well, I think it was Vegas seventy one for the last. Yeah, one. Mm -hmm. that usually seventy two usually comes after seventy one, John. You know um, what? Good point. Good point. <laughs> I'm, you see, you see how educated you sounded right there. Well, for once, I got my math right. <laughs> seventy one. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Seventy two. Yeah. Got it. I think seventy three is next. I don't know. There's all those people now with that new math. Yeah. Two and two might not be four. Oh man. Because <laughs> I say it's five. It might be racist too if you think that way, John. <laughs> hey, it's just your own truth at Mars. Oh man, is that what million, it is? My own I've truth. I got a million dollars in the bank, but Wells Fargo doesn't want to add those extra zeros. <laughs> they don't want. To, yeah, they keep on taking it away. <laughs> those sons of bitches. Um, all right, we're going to go ahead and talk about the UFC. Look, there's not a lot of good fights there. These fights that we're interested in talking about on this mm. card. I think that. After you've had a couple of big time pay per views that the UFC's done, they tend to, you know, peter out and give you some yeah. shitty cards. Uh, yeah, look, they they have a large roster. Yep. They got to get people, their fighters, their fights, yep. and so it's all about matching people up at the right level and doing things right. So I understand you. Yeah, sometimes you're going to have the cards that 
it's not that they don't end up being good good fights that's true. it's just you really you just really don't know or you don't want to anticipate it being a great fight. yep exactly now i will say that i am intrigued by the main event though yeah i agree i'm intrigued it's by great, this it's really a very both guys good wrestlers mm-hmm. But, you know, Yadong Song with a lot of power. Ricky's a very strong individual. He's got power in his hands. It's an interesting fight. It really is. Yeah, I think uh, the speed of Yadong Song, the ability to stop takedowns, and uh, the way he throws his combination, he throws him with a lot of heat. He does. And Ricky Simone. I mean, he's a good wrestler. He does great work from the top. You know, I think a lot of people know I got a little bone to pick with this guy. But, you know. Yeah, what's that? I, I don't know. He just he rubbed me a little wrong on, on the Twitter, man. <laughs> really? Why? What did he say? Uh, I was talking about uh, Umar Nurmagomedov because one of his his cronies was talking to me. You know, something about Ricky would beat him up and beat up Umar and this and that. I'm like, well, then tell <laughs> then tell Ricky Simone to give him a call. Yeah, and then Ricky's go. like, I'm already matched up. He comes on. I'm like, well, then tell your guys to stop speaking for you, then, buddy. I said, give. Okay. You know, that's all I said. I said they don't have. But Rick, that's they not have Ricky. Give him a call. That's not his fault. I'm already matched Let's, up. I already got a, you know, why would I yeah, fight someone but, that's ranked below me? I'm like, well, it's a great excuse because I wouldn't want to fight Umar. Yeah. I don't know a lot I'm of people. 265 pounds, I wouldn't want to fight Umar. Yeah. <laughs> even, even Marab's all of a sudden mysteriously hurt. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. See? Oh, my, you yeah. know, I got to get my knee thing checked out and, you know, I don't think, I think I'll be out for a while. Um, but hey, it's par for the course when you're talking about, the Dagestan wrestlers, especially the ones from Habib's camp, you've got Islam was ducked for however many times by so many damn people. And uh, Umar is going through the same thing right now. I mean, Habib was ducked by so many people. They didn't want to fight him. You know, they yeah. all thought they had the remedy. And the ones that did fight him. No one wants to fight them until yeah. they're the champ. Then you have to. So yeah. it's all right. We're going to fight. Yep. yep. But I, I'm being honest. You, you got to look at other fighters that look at them and go, why? I don't blame them. Yeah. You know, it's it's like, why am I going to take that fight if it's not for the championship when that is as tough a fight as I'm going to be able to have and spend it there when I can spend it and get paid the same amount for fighting this person over here? Well, here's the thing, though. Ricky Simone's only ranked one spot above or maybe two spots above Umar. I don't want to hear it. If you're if you're ranked like 12th or 13 and I'm number three, I get it. But if if I'm you know, if you're if I'm ranked number eight and he's like number 11, I don't want to hear it. You're barely in the yeah. top ten, like it's you're it's we're one loss away from being out of the top fifteen. It's like at least fight someone that's in the still still in the rankings. I get it. Whatever your dog song, I think ranked a little bit higher. <clears throat> good stuff. This should be well, a good fight. You, and if you're Ricky Simone, who would you rather fight? A higher ranked Yadong song yeah. or Umar? Well, see, this, I didn't know this match was already made. Yeah, that's I know. the thing. I didn't know, but if, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I would have taken this fight for sure because. Umar is unexpected. Like people don't, they don't, they don't know what to expect out of him just yet. He's good on the feet. He's shown his wrestling. He's shown his jujitsu prowess a little bit. You know, he hasn't shown as much as he has. That's the big thing, um, because they've been so dominant in the fights that they've they've been in. You know, it, co- it comes down to this, and it's I, it, it's something about human nature, Josh. Because when you have someone like Umar, and he has not been beaten, and you haven't really seen. A whole lot of holes. Now, you can go back to his, you know, fourth, you know, fifth fight. And, yeah, you can see, th- you know, now that he is 15-0, and 16-0, you're looking, you're going, mm, there's not a whole lot of holes there for you to attack. Mm-hmm. And, and you haven't seen it happen. It's when you finally see someone beat him, and it's human nature. 
oh, he can be beat. Yeah. You know, and that's it, it's no different than, you know, you go back to the Roger Bannister and the breaking of the four minute mile. No one could do it. No one can do it. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, when he did it, all of a sudden people are like, okay, and they could do it. Yeah. You know, pe- people have to be shown something too. And so I, it's one of those, he's going to find it hard to, to get people that are going to want to match up with him. It's going to end up being, they're forced. Yeah. You know what it is, though? I think it's a combination of fighters that hadn't been beat or just didn't know how fighters hadn't been, no one had seen them get beat. And then they mm-hmm. get beat. The confidence of them is not the same as it was before they lost. True. And then also, and too. someone someone has given a blueprint yep. on how to do it. Yep. So they do the two There's things. something for you to follow. Yep. I can implement those same things. Well, what's okay. gonna get what's gonna get implemented in this fight though, John? Ricky Simone's gonna have to get the takedown. Yudong Song, I think it's the faster fighter. Happen. You don't think he's gonna that get ain't it? Gonna happen. Nope. So he's gonna have to. No, I think he could. I think he'll get it to the ground. Mm-hmm. But I think you're gonna see Yudong Song popping right back up. Yeah, and then on the feet, I give it all to Yudong Song. The speed and the power is gonna go to him. Yeah. You know, now he may get he's just sharp. He's just sharper with his stand up. Who just got a tighter? Who did Yudong Song lose to? Was it was it Chito? Who did he lose yeah. to before that? Yeah, but he had the he, but he the cut he, right. It was Cheeto Vera? Yeah, no, it was Cordy Cory Sanhagen. Oh, Cory Sanhagen. Corey. I'm sorry. Yeah, and that was you know he had the eye you know issue and stuff. He couldn't see out of his mm-hmm. eye, and you know, look, you get hit sometimes. There's times where you know, yeah, just because your eye isn't even cut, you sometimes you can't see out of it. Yeah, he should have. He should have just done the Rocky thing, man. Cut me, Mick. Cut me. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't really work. Ah, you know it does, yeah. John. You know it does. <laughs> oh man, yeah. cut me, Mick. Cut me. Cut me. Um, yeah. I don't know. This this to me is it's gonna be it's gonna be a fast paced fight. I think because Ricky Simone fights very fast paced. He'll come forward to be aggressive, and I think Yidong Song that he has no other way of fighting. That's the way he fights. Man, comes aggressive, throws big heat, big power, leaves himself out of position a lot. But man, yeah. people fear the fact of being hit by him because he possesses the power and the speed. So um, it's shaping. It, I think it's going to shape up to be a good fight. The rest of the card to me is not all that great, man. Um, I'm going to pick and choose some fights that I kind of want to see, but that's about it. Um, John Calvo Hollow against Mikhail. I always screw this up. Oleg Jukjukjukjuk. Okay. Oh, Jukjuk. That, that didn't even seem like a very good it. effort. I know it's horrible, <laughs> but dude, he's. Funny a, I really enjoy watching him fight, though. Go ahead, Dave. What was that? It's funny. I was gonna say he he's sitting at home right now. He's saying, um, "Big John, um, yeah, something like that." Mick, 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 Mick. John, I'm in love with these things, man. These things are gonna be the. They're so well, I good. You, I want you to know something. Take a look at the 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 label on that. Uh huh. It's like looking in the mirror, isn't it? Yeah, little You're nerds. Freaking nerd, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> Especially now with my glasses on. Wow. Mm. Yep. Yeah, you are a gummy cluster. They're so, <laughs> they're so addicting. Dad jokes. Mm, dad jokes. That dad jokes good. are dad strong jokes. in this one. <laughs> dad joke. Dad jokes are strong. My friend. are they dad jokes or grandpa jokes with you? Oh, mm. listen to you. Listen to you. Oh, it's good being a grandpa. That way you can hand them back. <laughs> yeah. What What do you think of this fight? The Bohalo versus uh, Oleg Jukic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever however i say it. i think it's a great fight obviously we have one guy in mikhail who's he's definitely a striker but he'll strike on the ground he's got good uh ground and pound but his stand-up he likes to stand and bang now Pohalo can 
but he's got a very good submission game, mm-hmm. and he should be working to get this fight to the ground with him in the top position. I think he has a decided advantage if that happens. Mm-hmm. The question is, can he make it happen without being damaged in the stand-up and having someone steamrolling? Interesting. Uh, the fight more that I'm looking forward to is the Hadolfo Vieira to Cody Brundage. Now, I know Cody is he's a, he's a gamer, man. He'll take some damage, but can he avoid the takedown and can he avoid being submitted on the ground? He's got a good little, what, guillotine, arming guillotine. He's uh, he's not bad on the feet. He's a gamer, but Adolfo was just so big. He's got good wrestling. Size. He's got good wrestling. It's not great, though. Yeah. But, yeah, but but if you can just make Vieira work, mm-hmm. he gets tired. Yeah. You know, and so he doesn't, if there's one thing, if you're looking at Adolfo Vieira, his submission game is sick. He is just a monster, especially from the top position. But his wrestling's not great. No. And so, if you're Cody Brundage, I'm I'm not even worried about the first round. What I want to do in the first round is make him work. I want to push. I want to step on the gas. I want to make his arms heavy. I want him breathing hard. By the time that bell rings at the end of the first round... I want him going, oh, shit, it's happening again. Yeah, we've talked about the fact that he cuts so much weight. And after the first round, he's just not the same fighter. It kind of has me a little like, I think a lot like Gleason Tebow. He'd cut so much weight by the second round, third round. He was just so exhausted. He couldn't keep his arms up. But when you watch Gleason Tebow, when he fought welterweight, Hmm. he never got tired. Yeah. Guess why? You're killing your body. You're taking everything that you've worked so hard for and just throwing it into the garbage to to get to a specific weight because you think that's going to put you in the weight category to be bigger and stronger. <clears throat> I want you to tell me, if you think about submission-wise, who in the light heavyweights can stay with Adolfo Vieira in the light heavyweights? I see, light heavyweight. Light heavyweight yeah, light think about it. I really can't. Uh, I mean, like, I would have said, said Glover, but Glover's Glo- not there anymore. I would have said Glover, but I would tell you that Vieira is better than Glover on the ground. Uncle Live. No doubt about it. He cannot stay with him on the ground. He could be in the top position. Mm-hmm. I think he But could, if he was on he, bottom, I think he could survive. He'd have a problem. Yeah, he would have a problem from the bottom, but I think he could survive enough to make him work. Uh, outside of but, that, the rest of them. Oh, Paul Craig. Yeah. And, and he could submit Paul Craig. Yeah. For sure. So I'm, I look and I go, why are you killing your body? Yeah. That 20 pounds would help you so much. Mm. He's got be- to get better at wrestling. That's yeah. his problem. If he, could, if he could definitively get takedowns more often, yeah. then he'd be a Similar he'd be a to Damian Maya when Maya was first yeah. out there. Yep. And Damian worked on it. And then all of a sudden he was taking people down. Yeah. David Meyer was he was he was masterful, just like on the ground as he oh, evolved, yeah. as he got better. He was all those things, and eventually, by the time yeah. he got to the point where he wanted to be, he started getting older. Yeah, that kind of sucks, you know, because you spend two three years getting better at wrestling, getting better at stand up a little bit, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Fuck, now I'm getting old," because it happens so fast they don't they don't realize it. you. You're only fighting twice, possibly three times a year, and three times a year is a lot, believe it or not. Yeah. You know, um, so when you see fighters that are fighting four, sometimes five, like Cowboy, when he would fight four or five times a year, I'm like, holy shit. But, you know, it just has to do with whether you take damage or not in these fights. 
it's nice to just kind of just cut loose afterwards, do whatever it is, go fishing, go camping, do whatever. But go fishing. Something, man. Something I'm to just get away from the, the mess of the gym, you know? Yeah. But I, I look at I look at uh Hadolfo Vieira. He's gotta he's gotta get that takedown early. He's gotta control the top position and uh Brendan's gotta survive basically that whole that whole first round. Then I think after that, if you made him work enough in the second in the first round, the second round he yep. started to be able to take over. Start turning it on with it. Yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens, man. What was it? Who was it? It was uh Hernandez, right? A- Fluffy. Anthony Hernandez. Fluffy. Andy? Anthony. Anthony, Anthony. Yeah, I was like, Andy? Anthony. Oh, Anthony Hernandez, yeah, Fluffy. Man, he got yeah. a, that's that's a life that's a that's a life changing thing right there. I just submitted how oh, Vieira. Are you kidding? <laughs> that's crazy. Someone talked to someone. Yeah, dude, have you ever seen this one over? Dude, I submitted him. Yeah, you're full of shit. Nope, I got the video footage. Nope, nope. insane, <laughs> insane. <laughs> did you? Oh, did you see Yancy Maderos talking about his daughter? Mm-mm. Oh my God, it's one of the greatest things ever, and it's gonna happen to you someday too. <laughs> one of these days. One of these. What did he say about her? He's talking about his daughter. He says, "I got a story to tell you." He goes, he says, "You know." He goes, me and my daughter, we, you know, we really, you know, we're, we're really close and, you know, and, and stuff. He says, but my daughter told me, she goes, you know, sometimes dad, you know, when I get, when I get mad at you, I go on YouTube and I watch the fights that you lose. <laughs> <laughs> what? He goes, what? Oh, he man. goes, I don't lose any fights. Right. And she goes, oh yeah, you do. Oh man. <laughs> That's wow. like, oh, that's harsh. How mean. That is harsh. That's one of the greatest things I've ever heard. Wow. Oh. Ruthless. <laughs> Ruthless. Kids, man. man nope. See, that's why it's good to be a grandpa. That's no mercy, man. That's no <laughs> there was mercy. no cameras. <laughs> uh, like Before we go on to the next fight, if you guys had to hit that subscribe button, hit that thumbs up and the little bell on the corner. We got some interviews coming up this week. So make sure you guys hit that bell to get the notifications on when we drop those interviews. And uh, thanks for following us. Uh, next fight, Julian Arosa versus uh, Padilla. 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 Uh, Padilla is actually good. We, we all know what you know Arosa is about. He comes to fight. He puts on great performances, mm-hmm. so he's fun. You know, you just never know exactly if he's going to be in that position where he lands a shot or he gets landed on. Mm-hmm. Padilla does have the ability to hurt him in the stand-up. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but that'll be an entertaining fight. Got it. You know, John, there's not many fights on here that I really want to talk about. I do want to give a little love to this fight down here. It's the Cody Durden versus Charles Johnson. I know we're talking yeah. wrestler versus striker, but Charles, man, to me, I know he either wins or he loses, but he's fun to watch. You know, that's because he's athletic. Yeah, he's super athletic, fast, fast, but he makes it fun too. He's in the cage yeah. with a little bit of antics. Kind of reminds me a little bit of a faster Bobby Green, a little bit more kicker of Bobby Green. Has a little bit of that swag to him, I guess. I don't know, that style to him of just, yeah, a little you bit. know, just, you know, just get in there and have some fun with it. Um, definitely a fun fight for me. I think I want to watch him, make sure I tune in for that one. Is there any other fights on here you really want to talk about? No. All right, cool. I'm being honest. Sorry, guys. We we're just going to wrap up on this because, you know, we, we do want to get to the BKFC uh, fights and, you know, there's some legend makers in there. That's what we're going to do right now. There's, there's some Come legends on. in there. Uh, but before we do that, go to OnlyFans.com slash Wayne in. Subscribe to us over there. It is free. So go to Wayne. Uh, go to OnlyFans.com slash Wayne in. Subscribe over there to us. It is free. 
And um, yeah, I want to thank you guys for following us and supporting us over there. Fan questions will be available over there as well. And uh, we'll be doing some uh, live. I think we're doing a live show either tomorrow or the next day. So we're going to try to work out those details. But we got to do another live show for them over there on that side. Maybe today by the time this drops. Wow. Maybe by today by the time this drops. Okay. So uh, let's get right into the BKFC. Uh, 41, Colorado. Uh, Rockhold's been out there. He's been out there for the last three weeks trying to get acclimated, training out there um, with his coach and uh, some of the guys and having a good, he's having a good training camp right now. He's, he looks fucking phenomenal. But I mean, like, he's going to be, he's going to be awfully big for uh, Mike Perry. Yeah, you know, I really like Mike. Mike is is just a fun individual. When you when you get to know him, he's, he is crazy. I think, and I've said it before, I think he was made for BKFC. Mm-hmm. Over being an MMA fighter, this is the perfect thing for him because he likes being in the stand up fights. They can't take him to the ground. It's the ground has always been you know his Achilles heel in MMA. If you're going to look at things, for the most part, and if, if if it was a you know the ability for Rockhold to get him to the ground, this fight's over. Can't do that. And Mike Perry has the ability to cause problems for anybody in BKFC. The biggest problem is I I see, you know, this is at 175 mm-hmm. pounds. That is interesting to me because I'll tell you what, if Luke makes that weight, he's going to be killing himself to make it. Mm. He had problems making 185 at time because look, he's lean. He's yeah. Luke's six foot three. Uh, is he not? Yeah, he's about six two, six three. I think he's closer to six three to be honest. Yeah, he he's he, so. I mean, he ain't got an ounce of goddamn fat on. No, him. he's fucking shredded. He loves working out. You know? He he's yeah. He he loves he loves the he loves to look like that. <laughs> so when you love to look like that. He's well, I know somebody else that was that way. I, I was, and then I, you know, I got old, and then now I'm just like fat. <laughs> well, no, see, what? No, it's, dude. You know what it is? Hmm. It like you know the people you hang around, you kind of fucking you know morph into them. Kinda. Yeah, I've got. You're I've, welcome. I've got to stop hanging out with you, man. <laughs> you're bringing me down. You're bringing me down. I'm bringing you're bringing me down. Sure, you're bringing my weight up and my <laughs> my life expectancy down. Oh man. Uh, I, I do I do notice that the fight is at 175 and that that that's the part that I go oh yeah he's he's so lean as it is you know I mean yeah. he didn't I wouldn't say he struggled to make 85 but he there was moments where he obviously it didn't wasn't like easy it at time. and another yeah. 10 pounds is ridiculous I'm surprised though that that um that Mike Perry I'm surprised that Luke didn't try to get to 80 and say like, hey, you know what? You your fight. You you used to fight at seventy. Why go to seventy five? Yeah. Let's make way to eighty and just call it good. That's right in the middle. I mean, but the money must have been too good. I just wonder how it's going to affect his chin. Both of them are not, but Luke, how it's going to affect his yep. chin cutting that amount of weight if he even makes the weight. Do you just take the loss on the L? That's that's the whole thing. But then again, it- does make does Mike Perry even take the fight if he doesn't make weight? That's right. That is a question. I'm being, if there's one area in this fight that I go, man, mm-hmm. Luke making that weight, I'm amazed if he can make that weight. Mm-hmm. Luke went up to he- the light heavyweight, Josh. There was reasons why. Mm-hmm. Okay. If making middleweight was so easy, why did you go up? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. One, six, three, 175. 
I mean, that's like this, that's a Corey Hill shit right there. Well, Corey Hill, 6'2", fucking 145. 6'4", 155. Jeez, man. 6'4", 155. Who was the 45-pounder that was like 6'2", 6'4", something like that? That that was like one. Magomed? Well, no. I don't know about that There was somebody that was like 6'2", I think. That was 145. You said featherweight? Yeah, he's a featherweight, 145. I don't know. Um, It was back. I think it was back. I thought that was Corey... You know what I was thinking of? No. Wasn't the Corey guy that had to retire? I, no, I was thinking of Paul uh, Paul Williams, the boxer. Oh, Paul Williams? He yeah. was six. So Paul Williams fighting middleweight. 147. 160. No, no, yeah, I fought. He did, but he was also I saw him fight. Ch- he fought uh, yeah. Margarito at 147. Yeah, 147, yeah. Yep. And he was, what, 6'3", 6'2", 6'3", somewhere in there. 6'2". Big boy. Table of the 20 yeah. tallest UFC fighters of all time. Oh, these, this is any weight, though. Yeah. Well, that's any weight. <laughs> They're all heavyweights. Yeah. Yeah. But I was. Th- I think I was thinking of Paul Williams, the boxer. Might. Good boxer. Could be. By there you go. Featherweight. Who's the featherweight? featherweight was Will Chope. Will Chope. Lightweight. Okay, well, no. 6'4". 6'4". Jeez. Look at George Root. 135. 135. Oh, he's only 5'7", yeah. though. Oh, no, height. 6'1". No. Sorry. 6'1". It says average height. It's saying the average height. Corey Hill. See, 6'4". Lightweight. lightweight. That's nuts. Amazing. Dang. Damn. Oh, Kendall Grove. Huh? Damn. Kendall Grove was 170, right? Or 85? He was 85. Kendall Grove. Didn't he fight Kendall at Grove 70? Kendall Grove was 185. But did he ever fight at 70? Fought at middleweight. No. No? Oh. I don't think so. He always fought at middleweight. He's right there. Uh, oh, never mind. Yeah, but I'm looking for if you're trying to find out. If he ever he fought. Yeah, if he ever fought at 70. I thought he did. Really? Yeah. Like his oh, first fights in the UFC, I thought were at 70. No, mm-hmm. 185. Really? Yeah, he was in the... Uh, ultimate Fighter. The Ultimate Fighter. Mm-hmm. It was all at 185. That was middleweight. Damn, interesting. All right, well, hey. he fought Ed Herman, Caleb Starnes, mm-hmm. all 185. Interesting. Middleweight. You said what weight, Josh? Welterweight, the weight class. He fought a light heavyweight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's going up. That's common. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey. Uh, so that fight, though, John. How do you see that? You think Mike Perry is going to give him some problems? I think Mike Perry is meant for BKFC. I think he's got the look. He went through somebody with the length and size. We'll say to a point as far as length and tallness when he fought MVP. And MVP mm-hmm. is difficult on the feet as yeah. far as for anyone to fight. And Perry made it nasty, ugly, grimy, and that's. Yeah. That's what he's got to do with Rockhold. So I I look at it and I go, yeah, you know, he can give Luke Rockhold problems in this. He just, you know, he he's he's got to know. I got to fucking, you know, bury my head, put my chin to my chest, let you bounce shots off of my forehead as I come inside and dig to the body and bring shots up between your arms because if there's one great thing about bare knuckle fighting, that fits very nicely up between people's arms and catches that chin. The uppercut is a beautiful shot in bare knuckle biting. And I'm just, I'm in that position. I, think, I don't think Luke's going to walk over Mike Perry. Yeah, I don't think he's going to walk over him either. I think just Luke, Luke needs space to work. Yes. You know, and Mike Perry inside that dirty box is going to give him a little bit of problem. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, Luke doesn't, doesn't always throw the straightest punches. He has more of a looking, uh, looking, <laughs> looping, looking, looping, looking, a looping kind of uh, yeah. like left hook, 
right hooks. He doesn't really throw straight. When he throws straight, you know, um, he has success, but he tends to throw something straight and then come off with something loopy, leaves himself a little bit wide open. Because he is so tall, he's got to punch down a lot, which leaves his chin in the air. Uh, I mean, and I want to. I know physically, the size wise, he'll be able to hang on Mike Perry, get on his head, you know, and kind of dirty box him if he needs to. Uh, that's what he. That's what I would suggest he does. Is if they do get into that clinch, just you know, Luke's got one hell of a clinch. If he can lock oh, down yeah. behind the head and just start uppercutting him and doing some work there, so that single collar tie will work well for yeah, him. Luke's... He's the better grappler, and look at there is grappling. If you're you know talking about BKFC. There is the ability to use grappling in it. It's you just have to be offensive yeah. with it, and you know I think both guys can can utilize that. I think Perry's going to be not really trying to clinch with Luke. I think he's going to be trying to work mm -hmm. inside of the range that Luke is comfortable with, and just you know put shots on him there. Yeah. And can Luke separate, gain some distance, and put good shots? that make Perry not want to walk back into that fire zone. We're going to find out. We're going to find yeah. out. I'm really interested to see why they agreed on this 175 or why Luke did. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's. But, John, you and I both love this next fight. Oh, dude. Chad Mendez against Eddie Alvarez. This is fantastic. This is the fight. You know, It's going to be at 155, which is good for both, I think. Uh, Chad is a is a heavy framed muscular guy, and again, I think looking at Chad at this point, Chad's faster than Eddie. His hands are faster. They both throw a little bit wide, but Chad throws, you know, with a lot of power. Eddie's got power, but I think they're at a different stage right now. Mm -hmm. You know, and I love Eddie, uh, but being his first fight in bare knuckle. Being that it's not Chad's first fight, I think that's an advantage for Chad. And Chad kind of understands bare knuckle a little bit more. You know, we've talked to him over stuff, you know, and he's, he talked about it's it's different. Yeah, it is. And you got to know exactly what you can do at times. And so I think Eddie's going to go out there trying to knock Chad, Chad's head off. I think Chad's going to go out there and start looking to break Eddie down. Yeah, I think that the speed's going to be a big factor. The way, and Chad, even though he's had some, he's had a long career, he never really took a ton of damage. No, you know, um, I would say the most damage he took was in the in the Aldo fights, and then the, the yeah Connor the knee fight. the knee that he took, and then he had the, the Connor fight. He didn't take a lot of damage. No, he didn't. let's be honest, he, he was doing most of the work. Mm -hmm. He he took a, he took damage to the body. If you're going to say you know, okay, that's not when, when we talk about damage, that's not the lasting damage that's going to be. He took some shots at the end of it. Okay, mm -hmm. but you're exactly right. The Aldo fights, if you're going to say, what was the most damaging fights he really you know, had that could be lasting? It was those. Yeah. I mean, he, he's got the speed, but I got Eddie, though. He's that bare knuckle guy. He, he, he's the king of the streets, that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. He, just, he, he never, he surprises me every time he gets in there. When you think he's knocked out or you think he gets in trouble, he comes back and wins fights. That's because he's in good shape. Yeah, and I know he's getting older. That's the thing. Yep. Um, but we're gonna see. We're gonna see how this fight matches up. But I think it's gonna be a fun fight because that's gonna be a lot of weight for him to cut. Because you gotta figure when he went over and fought over in uh one, the weights are different. You're not really right. getting yourself back down to one fifty five. No, you're not. You no, know, because you can't dehydrate you're down that 170. much. So you're probably one seventy, and 
him to make that weight again at the age that he's at. I mean, and then you got Chad who he's just been out there hunting and shooting animals and, you know, walking and hiking <laughs> and, and just be at peace. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a big fight, man. It's a big fight for both of them. And, and both of them, I know that Chad's got the one fight already in the, in the successful win. He, the experience of already being in there, that one fight, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but it's a lot when you're fighting someone who's never been in there. So one. Do you fight. remember who Chad? Do you remember who Chad fought? Mm-mm, I don't. Fought a boxer, mm. a good boxer, a guy that could box. Yeah, and the, and it was systematically broke him down. Guess what? Mm. I think you're gonna see the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's good. I mean, that's gonna be good for him. Because uh, when you when I watch him, because I follow him on social, because we've had him on this podcast, and when I follow him on social, like had him both on the podcast. Yeah, that's true. And he uh, he lights up the pads really well. He looks clean. Oh. He keeps tight. He's very defensive. You know that they got smaller. And he's got snap. Yes, he's got that pop, man. He's good. He's a great fight. He's a great fighter. Uh, next fight. Beck Beck Rollins coming back here against Fahea. We're gonna see uh, how this one goes, but uh, I, I I shouldn't say Fahea. It's Ferreira. I guess too. I see. I can't say it. Mm. Who knows? But wasn't Beck the champion? She was their original champion. Original champion of bare knuckles. Yep. So we're gonna see if she's coming back. How she does? Yeah, and I that's think a championship out. She's got a really good jab. She snaps it out really well. She's not afraid to just make some exchanges and get in there and get after it. I I enjoy watching her fight, you know, and when when I've seen her fight in Bellator and stuff, she just tends to slow down. She makes kind of like uh, fight IQ problems, uh, mistakes, I should say. She like things that she could have had success in, she didn't, she didn't utilize, or she got taken down. See again, that's my whole thing. You watch Beck Rawlings throughout her career. Where's her, where has been her problem? Where have people beaten her on the ground, taking her down in the wrestling? Yeah, that's it. Guess what? Not to worry about that. Doesn't, doesn't doesn't have to worry about it here. So, yeah, that's a a good one. Another guy kind of made, in my opinion, for BKFC, Ben Rothwell taking on Copeland. Copeland, both guys coming from the MMA world. You know, I just look at man. I'll tell you what, Big Ben. You know, he was a zombie in MMA, but if again, the one place a lot of people were were able to. Uh, take advantage of taking him down he wasn't easy to get down but like Kane Velasquez when he fought him long ago Kane just repeatedly took him off of his feet took Ben out of his game I yes I know Ben has had some submission wins and he had one against Josh Barnett fantastic but it was never his strong point in MMA and just being heavy-handed and being a guy that could take big shots too I think uh they've got a guy here in the heavyweight division you know Alan Belcher is their heavyweight champion Mm. now and you look and you go, speed, good power, but that's a damn redwood. That is a big dude <laughs> that you're going after. So I, I, I can't wait to see how uh, Ben does in this fight. Copeland, if he ever needs to get a job as the Geico commercial caveman guy, he's got it. <laughs> he, I'll put him right up there with the uh, the other guy. That other one ever passes away or does something, man. Um, but, you know, Ben Rothwell's he, the story of his career has always been every time they put him against a wrestler, he's got taken down, you know, and controlled and just wasn't able to get back up. And 
Uh, towards the end of it, he was kind of getting hit with some big shots. But this, I think, is perfect. This type of fighting is perfect for him. He's been a great, yeah. tough dog for the longest time. It's crazy because he was one of the main sparring partners or training partners for Tim Sylvia. That's right. That's how long he's been around. Him and yeah. Mike Whitehead. Do you, do you remember back in the in the IFL, mm-hmm. he was the guy. You know, Roy Nelson you know, was was in there also, and they those guys fought for the championship and wow. stuff, and you know Ben Rothwell beating Roy, but did Roy? I don't think Roy ever beat him. He might have. Huh. Rothwell <laughs> is just a fighting for what Milicic is. What was it? The you know I want to say, I don't know. I don't know. Quad Cities Gorillas or something like that, or whatever the hell it was at the time, but. Yeah, he was a stud there. I mean, the guy can fight. Yeah, he was the main sparring partner for for Tim. And those, you know, I don't know if you know you watched any of their training sessions, but I did. And, you know, they went back and forth. Really? You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. In the stand up, Ben Rothwell, everything that Tim could take. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that interests me. Hmm. At the time, actually, Tim was better on the ground. So. Hmm. You know, Mike Whitehead was the guy that was supposed to be the next thing. Oh, Mike Whitehead was. But just when dude you could, dude could ragdoll people in the gym. Yeah. And when you got him in the cage. The lights. The lights are tough, man. The pressure. It's there and it's self induced, but it is there when you're the one putting it on yourself and that's what happens. It's I'm trying to figure out who I had this conversation with the other maybe it was you when we filmed the podcast Probably. the other day. Um, we spent a lot of time together. Damn, it's really strange. Yeah, That's why you're eating gummies right now. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those aren't the kind of gummies I'm eating, buddy. <laughs> Gotta tolerate it. <laughs> um, no, just, uh, I was saying that, gosh, man, I've known so many great fighters in the gym. Oh, yeah. And when they got into the bright lights, they just didn't, didn't get it out there, man. And which is yeah. crazy. Because I was the guy that never really had a great. I had some, not some good days in the gym, but I was the guy in the gym just couldn't. I couldn't be fucking the hundred and forty five pound guys, <laughs> you know. Sometimes the yeah. one thirty five pounders fucking give me a hard time. I'm like you, son of a bitch, come here, you know. Okay, take a look, and you can go back all the way to uh, Tough Two, which Mike Whitehead was in, mm-hmm. right? Keith Jardine was in it. You know, you had uh, the hillbilly heartthrob. You had Rashad Evans. Ah. Okay. He was fighting heavyweight. Okay. Rashad Evans at that time was one of the last picks mm. for that season because they used to pick back and forth. And at, back then, it wasn't that, oh, you won, and so then everyone else had to fight. The coach could pick the fighter from the other team, mm. and Rashad was picked multiple times. He was picked to fight Mike, Mike Whitehead because – in the gym, he just wasn't that explosive. He just didn't really, you know, do anything that everyone was impressed with or anything like that. But you put him under the lights, the dude could fight. Mm. The dude would he turn it on and he beat guys that they thought were going to just tear him up and stuff. And so you, you get it both ways. Crazy that he went on to be a champion. Yep, nuts. That's crazy. Nuts. Especially, especially, dude. Matt, I think it was Matt Hughes was picking against him. The whole time. And it was almost like it became a thing like Rashad going, yep, 
fuck you. Wow. <laughs> you know what it's like? Good for him. Hey, good for him, man. He proved him wrong. He's turned into a really good analyst, too. He's a great guy. Yeah, he is a great Just, guy. Early in his career, not early in his career, I think like probably a little bit before he became champion. We had like a little bit of a run in in Arizona. And um, I don't know. It just, I think a little bit of my cockiness, a little bit of his cockiness, and uh, maybe a little bit of, you know, but then it's funny because I've seen him recently at a couple of events. And, um, you know, obviously we, we were still talked after that every time we saw each other. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? You know, whatever our run in was in Arizona. But then, um, but then now it's like, hey, man got a lot of respect for you he's got a lot of respect for me it's, it just see like now that we both we know that we're out of the game and we yeah, realize yeah. how irrelevant all that shit was you're like hey man nice to see you i'm glad you're doing well there you go i tell him yeah, and he's like go. hey i watch your podcast and i was like hey I, you know so i love your work on you know being an analyst he's such a nice guy he's come like he i don't want to say he's come he's along people he's, he's come a long way well yeah you know, he has he really has and um it's, i enjoy watching him uh, as an analyst yeah. Uh, next fight. Kamozi versus Dan Spawn. Chris Kamozi, who, you know, Chris has fought everywhere. He fought, yeah. you know, fought in glory, did really well in glory. You know, his, his kickboxing really came up. He went back to the PFL from glory and had some nice wins there. But, you know, and I talk about him all the time. I thought he should have been in their playoffs, but he didn't get the points the same way and everything. Chris Kamozi is just a tough dude. Going up against a guy that we see all the time because he does security over at Bellator and Dan Spawn. Dan, looking forward to this uh, uh, chance at bare knuckle boxing. And so good luck to him. He's going up against a tough dude. The best part for him is Chris can only use his left and right hand. Cannot kick a knee or any of those things because he does do a good job with those. Hey, Dan, just a couple of days ago, I didn't know who, what your name was. <laughs> <laughs> and now now i'm here on my podcast talking about you that's so great uh i had we yeah. you and i had talked about him the show before i think in yeah. pachanga and said, uh you and you were like him? you recognize him i was like no nah, i don't recognize him i gotta actually look it up and see some of his old fights but anyways yeah. he uh and then you know, he works for bellator as um security you know he does uh some stuff there for uh for us there oh well dan was on the ultimate fighter he was in the he was in the house now, was he yeah, he's a good-looking dude. When I see him in person, he's a good-looking dude. He's taking care of himself. You know, he's obviously Dave, pull getting ready. up Dan Spawn's uh, MMA record Spawn. if you can. No, he is a good-looking dude, man. He's he's really no a, homo just guys. A good guy. There's no homo there. I'm just saying, just yeah. like, hey, he's a good-looking. If dude. there is, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, nineteen and eight. So go go down, go down, go down, go down. Let's see where he, when he was in the Ultimate Fighters. Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Damn, right here, Patrick Walsh. He lost to. Okay. Where you at? Oh, Patrick Walsh. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Oh, was it just the one fight? I don't know. Keep on going down. Maybe it's not in his. It's record. like one yep. in the UFC. Yeah. Yep, yep, uh, yep, yep. It's one. Wow. And yep. Back when Bellator was BFC. Oh. That was the in the finale. Wow. Back when Bellator was BFC. <laughs> <laughs> BFC. Wow. Yeah. That's so old. Oof. Well, it's funny because if you look at that and, and his record, you see that Attila Ve. Uh huh. I know you don't r recognize the name, but Attila Ve was their light heavyweight champion at one time. Oh wow! <laughs> was Bell was Bellator's? Yeah. Was he Attila the Hun? Nope. Should have been. <laughs> remember, remember the guy Attila in the movie uh, Lionheart with Van Dam? 
He was the t- he was like the main guy that Lionheart had to fight at the end, which was Van Damme had to fight him know. at the end. It was a pretty yeah. it was a pretty f- legit little movie at the time. Like okay. rich people betting on like these underground fights, and it was pretty cool. It was a cool little fun. God, I know. God, I want to just you know that's what I want to do. I want to like be a promoter for underground stuff, but only but only <laughs> for the rich people. Only for the tuxedo wearing people. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, got it. Yeah, got like it. small little groups. Say you get like you know, I don't know, fifty <laughs> to sixty people. You come in and they're all betting big money, and so I want to work on that idea. And you're and you're the house, right? Well, I'll have backing because. <laughs> well, but you're the house because that way you can get the vig. Mm. That's that's the money making part. You don't care who wins. Yeah, I it's don't all about care. the vig in between, baby. I don't care. Nope. When people think I care about it, I don't care. Um, all right. Any other fights on here you want to talk about? Yeah. Brandon Gertz is coming out and doing BKFC. We've seen a couple of guys from Bellator before. Brandon Gertz has always been a gamer. Love the dude. He's taken on Torres. Torres is, uh, I want to say, I've seen him fight one or two times. Mm-hmm. I know he's fought like a couple of times already. Got power in his hands and stuff, but Brandon Gertz is a guy that he's going to be in his face. So that. Good luck to Brandon Gertz. You know, there's certain fighters that I think are just cut out for this. I think yeah. Gertz is one of them. Uh, Derek Campos was one of them. Yep. You know, there's certain fighters that I think are built this way. Like you were talking about Ben Rothwell, you know, Mike Perry. I mean, th- this is yep. what they're good at. This is this is the style of fight that they're looking to to lay down on the line when they get into an MMA cage. Yep. Most of them end up losing because of the takedowns. Gertz never really lost because of the takedowns. He just... He just got into some dog fights, you know. His his fights with Campos are just fucking oh. legendary. That he's the guy that got split with the Mercedes, not Mercedes, the Michael Jordan symbol. The Michael Jordan, the Air Jordan move. Yeah, he had the Air Jordan uh, split right on his forehead, right in the middle, you know. But uh, yeah. man, he's he's a dog. He's a gamer. We just saw him at uh, the Pachanga fight. He was there. I yep. saw him there. I want to wish them all very much the luck and uh, my boy Rockhold against Perry. I like Mike Perry, but I got to go for my boy, man. Sorry. Uh, I can understand that. You know, and uh, Chad and Eddie, man, those both those guys are gunslingers. I've known Eddie for a long, long time, and Chad became. I look forward to that fight probably the most. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Luke's my friend, so that's why. I mean, I know, yeah, I know you don't I have understand. a lot of friends, so I think you just stick with Chad and with Mendez. But. You're right. I definitely don't have one with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. If I'm around, they're all the rest of your friends are like scattered. And then it's like ah, I can't deal with this guy no more. <laughs> Every time you come around, all my friends go. Yeah, get away. All right, guys. Wait, that's <laughs> good. Huh? What? Well, I was going to Dave trying to ask a question. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, uh, before you move on from BKFC. What's your thought on the the price at fifty dollars? Is that should BKFC? I know they've got Luke Rockhold, Chad, and Eddie on here, but should they be doing a fifty dollar pay per view, or should they really be using those names to get this in front of a free audience and um, do good by their sponsors? They got they have to pay for these guys. Yeah, look if there's one thing that I you know straight out, bare knuckle boxing, they're paying these top guys mm-hmm. that you're seeing. They're paying them a lot of money, and uh, that's why those guys are there because. Yeah. They're willing to open up the damn uh, checkbook and, and put some money out. So they're trying to make it back. You know, they have investors and they've got to do certain shows that are pay-per-view. And if you're going to have that pay-per-view, yep. you know, hey, you're going to have to get something for what you're doing because half of it is going to the provider. So you figure they're getting, for every person that buys it, BKFC is getting half of it, $25, we'll say. Mm. 
half of it's going to whoever that subscription pay-per-view provider is. Unless they got a 60-40 deal, which many times it's 60-40 the other way. So You know, the thing is, is if you're going to put a pay-per-view out, though, this would be the time to do it, like with, with the names like this. And I know you put them on there to help attract more attention, to do it on a free platform if you could. But the thing is, though, these if you're going to say, hey, I, for once I'm going to put together a pay-per-view, you're going to use these names. These are the names to have on a pay-per-view event if you're going to do one. And just hope, hope for the best. That's really what it comes down to. I mean, I'm actually going to buy it so my boy Luke gets paid. You know, and uh, it's just one of those things. Like, I mean, I gotta, I gotta tip my hat to them. At least they're trying. They're going out, really trying to get big names on a card to make make people want to watch, to make yep. me want to watch. Um, yep. I, I would have watched if Luke wasn't on this card. I still would have watched. Definitely, you got Rothwell. You got you got a Kamozi. You got Spawn, who I just met the other day. You got Kurtz. <laughs> You know, Beck, I mean, like, I, I, Beck used to fight for us in Bellator. You know, Eddie was the champ in Bellator. Mendez, you know, he's fought for the UFC forever, fought Conor McGregor, fought, he's fought Aldo twice. I mean, he's got big names. Mike Perry, just, this is cut out for him, this style of fighting. So he's a fun watch. I'm surprised that Derek Campos hasn't signed with this this group yet. For, Me too. Especially shocking. after he did the Triller one. Yeah, and he was so good. Because he did, he, he did the Dorito chip. Ah, that's right. That's right. What was that called? Yeah. It was a triller triad, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It was a, a triad. triad. It was called the Triller like Triad, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised he hasn't signed with BKFC because fuck, he had a great fight that night. Yeah. I'd love to see him at Gertz, fucking bare knuckle, for a fourth oh, time. Yeah. They fought three times, oh, correct? God. Three times. Yep. Yep. Fucking great fights. All right. Yep. Uh, I look at. By the way, you guys, I want to point this out. If you go up to the very top, you got uh, Bucked Up, you've got Lion Not Sheep, you got Crescent, and you've got OnlyFans. So you've got uh, OnlyFans coming in and supporting the fighters and the athletes like we've been talking about, and uh, that's what we're going to continue to do. We're going to continue. I saw someone in the comments go, man, I, I wouldn't. I, I can't go over there. I'm not going to support it over there. I, you know, I'm going to be here. You know, you guys don't do enough content on that platform uh, for me to go over there. I'm like, well, maybe we got to do a little bit more content there on that platform. But the other thing is this, is that we do take our fan questions only from there. And what I appreciate from them in our dealings with them and our conversations with them is that they are looking to start working with more fighters and more athletes. And that's what's important to me. I'm here as a platform to try and get them connected with more fighters. You know, guys like Luke Rockhold, who is now on there as well. Guys like Mike Perry, Mendez, Alvarez, you know, all of these. We know that Beck Rollins is on there. She was one of the first fighters to actually go on there and uh, make money during the, the COVID times. So I look at uh, all these fighters. These are opportunities for the fighters to make some spending cash by putting themselves on the OnlyFans platform, and they're willing to pay. And so uh, I'm, I'm encouraging people to go over there, subscribe to our channel at OnlyFans.com slash weighing in. I want to thank you guys for supporting us. What else you got for us, Dave? Okay, hold okay. on. Before you move that, Dave, I'm going to make a bet with Josh if he'll take it. I win. <laughs> 20 bucks. Yeah. He doesn't ban his friends. Yeah. I knew it was well, coming. Then he can then he can bet with me because we're not friends, right? <laughs> yeah. I looked at those sponsors that you're, you're up there. Lions not sheep, obviously clothing. I, I wear their stuff. Only fans. We know. Answer me. What's crescent? It's got to be a liquor. Twenty bucks. You owe me, baby. It's got it's got to be a liquor. Twenty bucks. What is it? Tools. Oh Jesus! What the fuck? That's why I knew you wouldn't know it. Fuck no, I wouldn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's I the pitch it. then what's, what's bucked, the pitch what's to be on up? BKFC 
I don't know what bucked up is. I'm being honest. Twenty bucks, you owe me. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Twenty you bucks. Be able to answer it. Twenty bucks. No, what is it? What is it? Bucked up. It's a. Uh, it's like a where you shoot red stuff. They're the fake. The fake antlers and shit. Told you. Well, See. Pre workout. Energy. Pre workout. I told you. <laughs> you liar. See, that's forty bucks. Boom. Oh, I love it. Bucked love up. It. Oh man. All right. I was trying Let's to say. Go, I was trying to say. I was trying to say it with such confidence you'd believe me. <laughs> I was. Wasn't going there. Oh man. All right. All right let's get uh, into some news. On four twenty, the UFC decided that they were going to <laughs> announce a ton of fights, and yeah. and the first That's one Dana was getting high as a freaking kite. Yeah, I mean, if you watch Love that it. video, <laughs> you, you may you may understand. Um, so here we are with the first one: Whitaker versus Duplessis, July eighth, um, middleweight bout, UFC two ninety. Yeah, you know, I look at this and it's. It makes sense because they don't want to put Robert Whitaker right back with Izzy. Duplessis has been, you know, talking about, you know, taking on Izzy. Izzy made some statements and all that stuff and, you know, dragging his carcass all over Africa and stuff. You look and you go, whatever. I think it's a good fight. I think it's going to be very difficult for Duplessis to beat Whitaker, though. Yep. Bobby uh -oh. Knuckles in this has, you know, the wrestling that Duplessis uses will not work against Whitaker. Okay? I'm just telling you right now. He's not going to be taking him down. So he's going to be in a stand-up unless it's Whitaker that goes for the takedowns and stuff, which, you know, might be. I just look at it. The, the, there's just certain styles of fights, and I've seen, you know, the, the guys that Duplessis has been doing, you know, uh, well with, who he's been fighting. And look, he's a tough dude. There's no doubt he's a tough dude. But... There's levels. Whitaker, There's levels to this exactly. game. Whitaker is, is, in my opinion, a level above uh, him at this point, and he's going to kind of find out exactly where he's at in this mix. And ain't going to be in a good position, I'll tell you that. Well, so we're going to see. You know, Look, if you're Duplessis, it puts you right where you want to be. That's a fight to take. Who was the, is it who, not? Who's the fighter below him? Just one spot below Bobby Knuckles. Cannoneer. I would have taken that fight. <laughs> I think Cannoneer's got a fight too set up. Oh man. I mean so. it just stylistically does not a good matchup. Bobby Knuckles is not a good matchup for anybody. And if you guys I've saw somebody in the last time I called him Bobby Knuckles, you guys don't know who the hell I was talking about. I'm talking about Robert Whitaker. Jeez. Yeah. Come on, guys. Keep up. <laughs> if you're gonna be a fan on this page, you better get you better get with the, the names. <laughs> no, he's like he um he's fantastic, man. Like he's just good all the way around. Yeah. I know he has he hasn't been able to beat Izzy. Who knows? I, I do think he deserves another shot though. And everyone's like, Again, "Oh, I've styles seen, I've make seen, fights." Yeah, he's like, "Oh, I've seen that fight." Everyone's like, "Oh, I've seen that fight." I don't give a shit. Third time's a charm. Oh. I just I want I want to see it again because I'm tired of you know him being a gatekeeper. I want to see well, him let, continue to win. Okay, let's take a look at the first fight that he had with Israel. Okay, yeah, he didn't do well. Mm -hmm. He made big mistakes in it. He overextended. It. Izzy ate him up and knocked him out. Second fight, it was a lot closer, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. You know, went through the decision. Okay, he didn't get the decision. I believe it was a 48-47 on all the cards, meaning he won two rounds. Something's changing mm -hmm. there, and he's he's making the adjustments. Maybe in the third fight, maybe he does get it. Yeah. We'll find out. I mean, you start looking, though, too, it's a little bit like the, the Pahea fight. Like I said this the other day about, 
well, Paez beat him three times and two times knocked him out. I mean, when do you start losing your motivation to fight that person? You know, it's kind of what it, I felt like. It, and I'm not saying that Paez would lost the motivation to fight him. It's just like, okay, it's another, it's the same shit, same guy. Eventually you're going to call. If I fight you, you know, fucking a hundred times, I mean, you're going to win one or two eventually. I mean, shit, I'm getting well, tired of beating you. It's the same shit. <laughs> it's, you, you get the motivation yeah. becomes non-existent. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's so surprising. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters were able to keep beating the, the generals for so many times. <laughs> you're right that's amazing it's amazing that i don't know how they do it it's almost motivated. like hulk hogan the way he won so many yeah matches they too. stayed motivated so crazy yeah man. crazy um special special damn athlete this is an extremely tough fight for duplessis so duplessis is i think is what they what paul felder was talking about duplessis um but i think whitaker just he's a bad matchup for anybody in that weight class extremely bad matchup doesn't matter who it is he'll, he'll fight them all i agree I think he'll knock them all down um Next fight. Next fight, we got Robbie Lawler. Don't want to talk about it. I love Robbie. Yeah, he's going up against Nico Price, but this is here. Here's the problem with this, in my opinion. Nothing against Nico Price. Tough guy comes to fight. Robbie Lawler. He was the champ, man. At one time, chop. We're talking about a guy that was special, and now, mm-hmm. and see, this is where it's like. I, I know he he enjoys fighting and stuff still, but it's like it's not the same, and it's not it's not the same Robbie Lawler. No, I'm not getting the Robbie Lawler that you know. I'm getting uh, a watered down version of that Robbie because he's gotten older and he's just not the same. He can't do the same things. Yeah, and so I look at this and it's like, yeah, it's Robbie, and I'm I'm going to tell you right now, I'm like you, I'm a homer. And I hope Robbie wins, but. It's gonna be difficult for him to do. Yeah, I, I agree. He's he is getting older, and uh, love we hung out with him the last time we were in Sioux Falls, and we're gonna probably hang out with him again in Sioux Falls in August. I got a lot of love for the guy, man. He's a fantastic person. Um, I love how he handles himself, just not around people, but around fans and you know, and to media. I love how he handles them too. And um, I I, don't, I just I want to see him win. I want to see him go out on a win yeah. too. I hope if he so does I. win that this is it, and if he doesn't win, then I hope this is it too. Also, I just it's nothing against him. He still has it. No. Yeah, but he's just when you've been to the level of where he's been, there's nothing yeah. left to prove. That's it. He's a multiple time champion. Over. I mean, he's a stud, absolute stud. Next he's fight, some of the best fights in history, in the sports history. In, yeah, in MMA That's history right. for sure. Dan Hooker taking on Jalen Turner. Uh, this is a this is a really neat matchup. Jalen Turner is actually going to be making Dan Hooker look up at somebody, which is unusual. But uh, Jalen Turner is really uh, this kid can be something special. Dan Hooker tough as hell, but I'm going to put Dan Hooker, and he's not the the age of Robbie Lawler, but he's crashed his car too many times. Yeah, I, I saw a video of him and Izzy sparring. I can see like he's why? he yeah. Why are you sparring with a guy that much bigger? You know, and I, when they saw them sparring, they didn't seem that much different in size. So I know Dan probably blows up pretty big though on the off season. You know, when he's not fighting, but still, like Turner is slick on the feet, and yep. he's got good takedown defense. So and I wouldn't think that Dan be able to take him down regardless because he's got Turner's got good takedown defense, and on the ground. Jalen's, I think, better than him. 
So this fight's going to have to stay on the feet. I don't, I don't see, and I like Dan Hooker. I actually really do enjoy watching him fight. I enjoy his oh, commentary. I love, I'm not commentary, but he the way he fights his ass off. He fights his ass off. Yeah. But I mean, the UFC is definitely not looking out for him anymore. They're like, oh, let me just let you keep crashing your car. Eventually, you know, you're going to move on your way. And so. Unfortunately, that's it. It sucks, man. It sucks. He's going to have to get a win in here somewhere. I mean, like, I almost feel like he's starting to take the road of Cowboy Cerrone. But Cowboy won quite a bit in the beginning. You know, he won. He was up ranked high. And then he lost to Chandler. And now he's been struggling. And all these fights, you know, it's like, ah, man. He took the Islam fight, which was ill-advised. But he was already in town. So he didn't want to go back and do the 53-day quarantine. There was so much shit, you know, during that COVID time. He just yep. stayed and fought because he didn't want to go back. He said, let me make money. But in the well, end, got, yeah. didn't help. Yeah. Didn't work out for him. Now he's crashed his car too many times. Nah. Next. Yeah, next. All right, let's move on to these additional fights that were announced. Uh, Jack Cromanson versus Brendan Allen. I think that's a great fight for Brendan Allen, especially the way he's been fighting lately. I think uh, his style matches up well with Hermanson. Hermanson's got moments where... You know, he pulls things off. He's tough. He'll stay on his feet. He's actually got you know decent wrestling. He's got a really good ground game. I'm just thinking that right now, Brendan Allen has been improving in everything he's doing. So I think Brendan Allen's the favorite in that fight. Yeah, I, w- I would have to agree with you. I'd have to agree with you. I don't know if Hermanson can get him down. If he does get him down, I think Hermanson's the better jiu-jitsu guy from the top. Yeah, from the top. From the top. Um, you know, Hermanson can't afford to be on his back. Um, and on the feet, uh, Allen's the better kickboxer, the better striker for sure. Uh, Oliveira versus Dariush. Great fight. We talked about this already. This is just a this, recap. This, they moved exactly there. this, but there was talk of him it, so. fighting Sarukian instead. Dariush you fighting Sarukian. And I was like, okay, well that's a, that's an interesting fight. You're going to fight Sarukian. That's a tough, tough fight. I like Sarukian. Yep. Charles is tough as well. Obviously, we all know he is. He's a dog, but I'm glad they. But re- Benil's got that weird style that he's difficult to deal with. Benil Darius is going to go to the ground with Charles Oliveira. I wouldn't be surprised if he takes him yes, down and will. tries to get to the top. I wouldn't be surprised no. at all. He will definitely go to the ground yep. with him. He's he believes in his look. At, he was a blue belt coming to my damn gym for tournaments. Okay, I've watched him progress and his ground game progress, and he's good now. His ground game is damn good, and uh, he will he will have no fear of going down on the ground with Charles Oliver. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was a little encouraged by the fact that they were going to give him maybe Sarukian, or they were just going to not have him fight and just have him give him the next title shot. But hey, whatever. They're not the Oliver they're fight. Not they're not that, doing that to, to Darius, man. They're just yeah. holding them back. Yeah. They're making the salt and pepper good looking dude wait. <laughs> the other fight um, is Bilal Muhammad taking on Gilbert Burns. I think this this is the one we were talking about that we thought should have been done. Mm-hmm. That we thought this was a great matchup. Um, tough fight. I'll tell you, tough for fight. both. For both. You I, know, Bilal's really come a long ways. He looks so much better now. His stand up looks better. His last couple of fights, you know, his fight against Luke, mm-hmm. you know, a teammate of Burns, he looked really good. He fought a smart fight. And then his fight against Sean Brady, he just destroyed Sean Brady in that fight. Yeah, he did. I'm a huge just Sean Brady man. fan, man. I like Sean. So am I. Um, 
my thought though is, but I'm a huge I'm a huge Bilal Muhammad fan because I just like his attitude. Yeah. I love the way he goes about fighting. We see him all the time. He goes about helping everybody. He's just a good guy. What's your What's your thoughts on when you say anytime, any place, and then when they call you to fight, you're like, oh, I can't make weight. <laughs> that was <laughs> that kind of threw me off. I'm like, blah. You can't be putting it out anytime, any place, yeah. and then be like, yeah, I need more time to make weight. Yeah, obviously, you're making statements that yeah. are not true. But then, but then he came around. He's like, all right, all right, let's sweeten the pie a little bit. Maybe give me a little extra money, or you whatever it is, and guarantee me a title shot if I beat him. Whatever, which I think yeah. is which I think is smart. But um, him, he's just coming off Ramadan, so there's not a yeah. lot of time to really get the nutrition into your body. I know they can still eat from dark to sunrise, or whatever the there's terminology for what they say. It's whenever the sun's peaking or crusted it's or something. Not, but it's not even so much the food; it's the water. Yeah. Yep. That's the part. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't rehydrate no. until a certain, you know, time of the day. And that is not, an, and especially it's like uh, the, if you're living in North America, mm. the days are getting longer. The sun's staying up yeah. longer at this point. So not an easy thing to do. That's true. That is true. But uh, overall, it's going to be a good fight because I think that Bilal's got good submission defense. Uh, it's going to be tricky on the ground, especially in the first round if the hit's there. But I think Bilal's going to sprawl and brawl and try to keep this thing on the feet. Very much how he fought um, uh, Brady. Yeah, I think that's exactly how he's going to fight him. So I think he's going to look at Sean Brady and go, this is the exact same fight. You know, Gilbert's a little bit faster, I think, on the feet. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm not sure if he has the same amount of power, but he's a little bit faster and but I think he, I think that he can wrestle him, press him to the fence, make him work. I mean, but this, I'm glad that they replaced. They replaced the Darius fight. It's gonna be on that card. So they replaced the Darius fight with this fight. So it's good. good that, that, so then that means that card's good now, back to being good again. Yeah. Because once you and lost you, that Darius, you got to give it up for Gilbert Burns. Look, he's coming off of the fight with Masvidal. Uh-huh. No, I'm not saying he got damaged. He didn't get damaged at all in it, so that's not it. But it is a fight camp, and now you're going right back into one. It's not a lot of break. Well, someone said it's that he's pull up Gilbert. He's got four fights in four months, or sorry, three fights in four months. Someone in the su- yeah. section there. He's, His record, I think. I don't know who did he fight right before that. He fought he Masvidal, Neil Magny in January. Neil Magny oh, yeah, in January. We lost to Hamza. Tom April last year. April last yeah, year. So then it'll be th- it'll be three fights. So this next fight will be three fights in four months. January? Yeah. No, well January. Say fight in January. January, April. Yeah. It'll be four you. months and change because it's end of January, beginning of May. Ah, uh, I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. God, we're still in April. I keep thinking we're in May. Probably because I've been booking all these flights <laughs> to go all these places in fucking May. Jeez, man. <laughs> It's crazy that that my our end of April into May is going to be wild. Jeez. All right, John, we're going to have to work. So around what this. we do? I know we're going to have to work around all this stuff, though. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What's up? What's next? Next. All right, come on, Dave. Next story here: um, the video that went viral around the world. <laughs> Nate Diaz chokes out a Logan Paul lookalike in New Orleans. He now has a warrant out for his arrest for a second-degree battery. What do you guys think? Uh, I don't know. Like John will better answer all these things because I just don't know. When you have a group of guys that are obviously starting shit with my group of guys and your leader versus me decides to get up in my face and it's all on video and you make the approach towards me, you could see Nate make pushing his back up against the wall. 
Like he started backing away. Sure, he had his hands up. Like, all right, dude, you come near me, I'm gonna get you. And the the guy came near enough, and he just shucked the head down, got him in the guillotine, and set him. He tried to set him down nicely, but the curb. He stepped off the curb, and his he dropped him on accident. Balance, balance kind of went off. A yeah, balance guy. You know, that's what happens when the body weight goes. Yep, exactly. And so, I don't know, man. I I, I don't know how the cops are gonna look at that. But now I, there was another video out showing how it all kind of the altercation started. Like the group of them were pushing on Nate's guys, a group of them. And they started all swinging. And then the Logan Paul lookalike, the generic one, he kind of came forward and was like trying to get in Nate's face. And Nate put his hands up like, okay, bro, come on, bring it. And he brought it. I, I look at I look at this. This is a very simple, simple way to look at it. Play stupid game, win stupid prizes. Mm-hmm. Fucker, I okay. F- you want you wanted to play the game, and now that oh you, you're on film getting choked out and you have a little boo boo on the back of your head, mm-hmm. hey, stupid. All you had to do is walk the other way. Yeah. But no, you want to play stupid games. Well, you want a stupid prize. Congratulations. Yeah. The fact that they're going to put the, you know, this whole thing, eh, I look at it. You know, will will they end up, you know, uh, putting Nate in jail? No. You know, can they end up booking him on this with the warrant? Yes. You know, can they end up, you know, filing the case and actually trying to go through with it? Yes. You know, can they actually find him guilty of it? Yeah. You know, they could possibly. What are they going to do with it? Well, the, the guy, Mutual apparently, combat. the guy's also a pro boxer. He's one and oh in pro boxing. And he's also a blue oh. belt in jujitsu. Well, he's, he's obviously a blue belt because he didn't <laughs> defend that fucking choke <laughs> at all. There's <laughs> levels to this game, my man. And Nate's well, levels above you. that dude. Hey, dude, Shit. I'll tell you what. He had that damn. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember Dan Miller, Jim Miller's brother? Yes, I do. He fought in the IFL. And he had a guillotine choke. Yeah, everyone in that talked he about it. He almost folded that some bitch in that. Well, that was close. That was yeah. close. That one and John Jones, Leota Machida no. were very similar to that choke right there. And you go, yeah, that's as deep as it gets, yeah. dude. You were not getting out of that. I did a I did a grappling match against Nate. It was like a super match in San Francisco, and this was years and years before I fought him. And he fucking has one of the slickest little guillotines. He gets it on quick. And this was before they actually started the whole where you get your arm a little bit deeper and push mm-hmm. on the back of your wrist from Cody. The kid, remember that kid Cody that brought it yep. for the ultimate uh, fighter? Mc, uh, yeah, McKenzie. Uh, Cody McKenzie. McKenzie. Cody McKenzie. But that was kind of before. this. That was all before this time. But, man, he had had me in some deep, deep fucking, some deep, deep guillotines. And I was able to wiggle my little pencil neck out of there. <laughs> but still uh it was a good it was good man like uh he's he's good he's nasty but this is something that the guy's a pro boxer one and oh he's a jujitsu guy he's a blue belt or last time people heard he was a blue belt um the lawyer came out and said that nate's being very cooperative his nate's lawyer came out and said he's cooperating with the he found out about it. he's cooperating uh he'll either you know do a phone call with them or whatever see what the next steps are they'll get it all taken care of Yep. But I can't imagine them going through with this. Like, you can't. And the, the guy's known for being a Jake Paul lookalike. Again, the difference being they can, you know, put out this issue in a, a warrant. Okay, that means that they've already, if you got the warrant, you've talked to the district attorney or the deputy district attorney and they've said, yes, there could be a crime there. 
and they're putting it out. I look at it and say, really what you have is mutual combat. You have someone, all this is going on, and now they come together. He he handled it the safest way yeah, you can true. handle it. And he's a professional, so he knew when to let go. He didn't throw punches. As soon as he went out, he's letting him go. Now he falls kind of forward, and the guy's head kind of mm-hmm. springs out, and it smacks the ground, which is not good. But, you know, again, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, okay? There's a, there's a gif out there. They better be – no, they better be charging the the lookalike boy there with, yeah. the, with the cracked head. They need to be charging him. The lookalike boy, I like that. <laughs> it's, why, is it, why is it that, oh, only the winner is the one we'll go after? No. Yeah. It's mutual. I thought I thought the winners got to write history. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a there's like this professor. It was like a long it was a little while back, probably a couple months back, and it's the whole fuck around, find out. And he's like oh, yeah. he's doing the diagram. It says fuck yeah, around, find it. out. Yeah. That this guy yeah. found he fucked around, he found out. Yeah, he, he fucked around got, and found got out. Got what you deserve. Next. There you go. All right, let's wrap up on this one right here. Um, <laughs> we are uh, we, we didn't bring us up on the weekend because you know it was kind of busy. There was a lot of fights and everything, but we are now ten years past the yeah. Josh Thompson versus Nate Diaz fight. Yeah, um, that's why Dana did that whole thing with putting all those fights out on four twenty was try to take the shine, so the shine off of my man and his ten year, ten years, one so. decade anniversary of the win the only person that's ever tko'd mr nate diaz my man josh that would that that that's a reason why dana did that he tried to take the shine i'm I'm making it up (laughs) so so funnily um the the you know the 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 always comes up every year that josh is the only one that knocked out Nate Diaz. i know because i see every year and I have to talk about it with Josh because, you know, <laughs> you got to make your friends feel good and all that. Yeah. And uh, Josh, Josh replies to the guy on Twitter saying he's down to do it in BKFC. So, Josh. Look at what are you doing? What, you, look, kind of, what kind of pot. shit you starting here, nah, man? You know, I mean, I look. Uh, you, you, do, you are. You're stirring the pot. I've What's heard, up with you? I've heard that BKFC has a little interest in it, but I think the Jake Paul fight probably got ahead of it. So. It is. It is. I mean, I'm cool with it. I, I mean, I'll think about it. The conversation. Look, before I'll you think go, about it. before you go any further, right? It really just comes down to money. Let's not pretend. Let's not pretend. Like <laughs> I don't want to get into a fight camp. I don't really want to fight, but I will if the money's right, and I'll make sure that I give it 110 percent because I'm not going to do anything half-ass and get myself ready. You know, it's boxing, and I get it. Like everyone's like, "Oh, it's boxing." I'm like, "Yeah, but I my striking was never that bad. I know I had a lot of kicks. I threw a lot of kicks." But I mean, I enjoyed boxing. And if I only got to focus on one thing, hell yeah. If I don't have to focus hell on yeah. wrestling and kicking and kneeing and elbowing you know and what? jiu-jitsu. All right. I know what all this is about. So you can sit there and say whatever you want, but I know what this is about. It's about money. <laughs> no, no. Josh wants to get back in shape and he needs uh, something to make him have to do it. This is probably We were in Hawaii. Uh, we didn't have time to go to the beach other than at night, yeah. basically. So there was no time like to take the shirt. Thank God. But he didn't want to take this he didn't even want to take the shirt off because he's not in that I'm not fight ready mode. Nope. I'm in I'm in dad bod <laughs> mode. <laughs> That's I've been, dude, I've been in dad bod mode for a while it's, now. It's fucking horrible. I just haven't had time, man. Like even today, I tried to get a workout in. I just felt so heavy. The flight. I played soccer last night, indoor soccer last night. I played in. I'm gonna play it again tonight, late tonight. Um, 
get lucky because indoors kind of sometimes late. It's like around 10, 11 o'clock at night. So, you know, but it's, uh, I don't know. I just, I got to stay active. I just need to be more active. Got to do more stuff. But in the process of trying to pack, get ready to get ready to move. So I just got to figure out the steps. Anyways, uh, what's first? Do you, do you pack the shit you really want to take or do you leave that because you're going to need it? To use it to, before you leave. Anyways. <laughs> Um, it's a good show. I guess a good show. I'm interested in, I'm interested in seeing kind of what the bare knuckle thing is about. I've done jujitsu matches with Nate. I've fought Nate in MMA. I fight him in, uh, and I know, I know it's the one, I know it's probably the fight he would like to get back. You know, probably drives him nuts. Not drives him nuts. Probably like, you know, you little shit. He's probably like, you little shit. But, and I have nothing yeah. against him. I actually have that, tried. I believe. I've tried lining up fights with, with Gilbert too. Cause I got a lot of respect for both those guys. I like both yeah. of them. I've tried lining up grappling matches with Gilbert. I've tried lining up uh, some some like um, uh, bare knuckle stuff with Gilbert. So there's there's still stuff that people are reaching out to me, asking me if I'm interested. Promoters, managers, hey, is this something you're interested in? I said it depends on the money. You gotta have a conversation about money. Money is right now at this stage of my life is like, hey, that's what we're working on. That's it. If it ain't delivering the cash, then it's not worth it me getting out of bed. I'm good. Ah, uh, you know. Uh, anything else there, Dave? No, we'll wrap up there. If you guys, if you guys would want to see that fight, let me know. Just hit it in the comment section down below. Throw it in the comments and uh, we'll chat about it. I'll, I'll hit you guys back and we'll say we'll chat a little Start bit about tweeting, it. Nate. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go. WayneAmmerch.com. Pick up some of our look at all of our short sleeves are out right now, and uh, we got to get some new designs as I continue to always say. And uh, we got to work on those, John. That's what we got to work on. We, we say that a lot. I know. We're not doing Every it. show we say it, but we got to do it. We got to work on it because we actually got to try to not get to. some time with family and be home and enjoy home. I mean, you are out in the field picking up cow shit, but That's me, right. I've got, you know, things. Yeah. When it's in the field, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so go to wayandimmerse.com, pick up some of our uh, short sleeves and some of our sweatshirts and everything that's available out there. Hats are available. And um, I want to thank you guys for continuing to support us. Hit the thumbs up and the subscribe button. Do that for us. Visit us over at OnlyFans.com and subscribe over there. OnlyFans.com slash Wayne in. Subscribe to us over there. It is free. Submit your fan questions on the platform over there. All right, John, take us away, bud. Booyah. For everyone out there, I hope you have a great week. I hope everything goes the way you want it to go. Be nice to people. Don't get in fights because look at what happens. New Orleans is going to charge you. So be smart. Walk away. We'll see you. <laughs>